the best of times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be, the best of times, your host, Gary Coligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Coligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only monthly magazine for seniors and boomers in the area. I thank you for listening to our show today. Also, thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also, thanking those who might be listening via the Radio Pup application on their Apple and Android devices. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn some technology tips and suggestions for your smartphone, your tablet, and your computer. So stay tuned to, to listening to this show for some very beneficial and interesting information. We are broadcasting our show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the April issue of the Best of Times at one of our 522 distribution locations if you are residing in the Shreveport and Bossier City area. Other listeners and other view, other people can view and download current and past issues of our magazine from our popular website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com. Of course, you can view and download copies, but also you can download a current copy of the Silver Pages, which is our annual senior resource directory. In addition, you can also listen to podcasts from previously broadcast radio shows here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Attention radio listeners and friends, you can now easily subscribe to the Apple Podcast on your Apple device from the iTunes store known as uh, the Best of Times Radio Hour. You can listen to previously hundreds and hundreds of previously broadcast radio shows on a variety of topics. There is no charge for this subscription, and we hope that you enjoy listening to our radio shows on an interesting and easy medium of Apple Podcasts. Be sure to pick up the latest edition of the 2018 Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory, which is available at some of our 522 distribution locations. It is full of over 4,000 updated listing and information, and again, it's provided at no charge to you at these distribution locations, as well as you can download it from our website. Remember to visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for announcements made during today's radio show, as well as information about upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A-Bears, Town Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, sending country S report, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas, and I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show today is a friend and guest, uh, Mark Rinaldo, who is with Preferred Data Solution, and I've asked Mark to come to our show to discuss some technology tips for your computer, your 
your smartphone and your tablet. Thank you, Mark, for joining us today. Thank you for having me on. And again, I want to thank you for being one of our featured writers in the Best of Times magazine. I know that I've heard from a lot of people that said that your articles are quite beneficial, have helped them learn some new stuff, uh, helped them get those rumors out of the way, and you've been very helpful. Well, that's my pleasure. I enjoyed educating people and and, uh, helping people learn more about their devices and how to use them more. And, and you, as you know, and you and your, your lovely bride also helps uh, lay it out and writes for us as well. So we have it all in the family here. Tina and I and Mark and Jessica <laughs> are part of the Best of Times magazine, and now you're a radio show guy. Well, that's that's uh, Jessica's my better half, so Uh-oh, I say. <laughs> better, better half. Oh. Well, you know how to smooth her, don't you? She's probably going to listen to this show and says, well, that was a good plug. <laughs> but she is remarkable as well, and you got, you got some very darling young young kids that uh, just cracked me up on your Facebook post and all the other information that we see and hear from them. Very, very exciting life, having that many kids kids at home. Yeah, there's, there's never a dull moment around our house. <laughs> so you've been writing this article for Tech Talk, and I've had some of my listeners, uh, readers, uh, say, well, why don't you bring him on the show so he can add a little bit more lanyard, a little extra information, because, you know, your articles only have so many words, and there are already so many topics. So I, I challenge Mark to uh, come up with some about 25 or so tips regarding your computers, smartphones, and laptops. And, and you know, some people are going to say, well, Gary, I know everything. Well, probably you do not. The technology changes like right, Mark, tomorrow? Oh, yes. Yeah, you blink. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's different. Uh, your iPhone... Oh, good, good point. Somebody had an, uh, an original iPhone. I mean, I don't, I didn't think they work. Oh, well. I saw an original iPhone. Yeah, he's still using it. Wow. And I'm, sh- I'm shocked that it works with all the operating systems and the battery didn't die. He said, oh, yeah, I replaced the battery a long time ago. Oh, yes. But yes. he has the original iPhone. Wow. It might be worth something now just for... Well, uh, you know, you can open up a browser on it and use it to get on the Internet. It's, uh, well, it's not as sophisticated as, you know, I'm, I'm into my seventh version now. I think it's seven. Probably they're eight. They're at least eight now, right? Or eight or, eight or nine. Yeah. So um, technology, you have to get the new gadgets, at least some Guys, uh, and Mark knows my son, the gadget doctor. Uh, he he forces me to buy the new gadgets because his dad, that old gadget, throw it away. <laughs> and I know a lot of seniors out there have had flip phones, and some of them still do, still have flip phones. They haven't moved into that smartphone era. So uh, yeah, there's there's something to be said about a physical button. <laughs> and the other thing I think you we will talk a little bit about computers, but so many seniors and boomers out there, uh, including Wa here. Uh, um, you like you buy a computer, you're like married to that computer. You don't want to get rid of it. You want to piecemeal it and fix it as much as possible. You can put little band-aids on it to keep it rolling. Right, right. right. Yeah, I mean, you, you've invested the time to install all your op, op, uh, applications, and you've got your browser set up with all your pages that you go to, and that has got all your passwords saved in it, and you're pretty much married to it. <laughs> and then when something happens, you've got a choice, should I? or shouldn't I? I mean, I'm, I had that happen a few year, couple of years ago, and I was so, you know, I hate to say this, it was 12 years old, and my son said, Dad, 
bad, throw it away. It's going to be too expensive to piecemeal it and put all the pieces back together. Of course, the motherboard went out on it. That was a serious. That's a serious piece of information. Right? Yeah, that, that's uh, that's that's the heart. <laughs> and if that goes out, everything else is starting. If you replace that from you know, it's going to cost you as much as buying almost a new computer. I learned that quickly. So I, let's talk quickly. I mean, one of your topics. Uh, let's talk about phones first. Okay. Um, what interestingly enough, you hear all these people about their water damaged phones. They drop them in the toilet. A lot of them drop them in the bathtub while they're uh, Facebooking. Their, let's not say Facebooking their their family and friends, but they're in there looking at Facebook. They're not Facebook Live. Let's hope not, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> uh, no, me either. Me either. I don't. I don't think Mr. Apple uh, monitors that as well. No telling what else they might monitor. Uh, but let's you know we're not suggesting that to anybody. But if you're in there and you happen to drop your phone or your laptop. Your tablet into the phone, into the into water. What should you do? Uh, well, I mean, the very first thing you should do is, if you're able to, take it, uh, open up the phone, and disconnect the battery. As long as there's power to that phone, damage is occurring to the board inside of that phone. If there's water on that board. So, Mark, some people have, have told us rumors had it pudding and rice. Does that help? Uh, no, no. <laughs> the, the people you hear from that say, oh, the rice saved my phone, well, if they had just set it on a counter without putting it in rice, it would have. you would have had the same result. What about using the hair dryer? Uh, yeah, that's not really going to do much. I mean, you can you could evaporate some of the water out of it, but as long as there's power on that board, it's it's damaging the board. And and uh, I had one person uh, say to me, my wife just looked at it at the bottom of the bathtub. The longer it stays in there, the more damage in, it could obtain. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, so you don't just look at it. You need to pull it out as quickly as possible. Right, right, yeah. That, there have been phones that uh, were saved because they were quickly removed it from water and the water came in through the uh, the ingress points of the phone and they didn't uh, make it all the way to the logic board. So they, uh, they were able to save it the quicker you can get it out of water. Okay, of some of us out there uh, ended up getting the new phones the sixes, sevens, and eights. And I don't remember which one on the Apple side. I don't. I, you might want to talk about the Android side. Now the phones are somewhat water resistant. Uh, yeah, like I talk about the ingress points uh, of the phone. They've uh, tried to slow slow the uh, flow of the water in the phone by. Uh, Providing uh, well, starting with the I think the success they they started doing things inside of the phone to try to prevent water from uh, from attacking the connections inside of the phone on the board. Uh, but the newer phones they they've tried to um, waterproof the uh, around the buttons and areas like that on, on the edges of the phone. Of course, Apple doing away with the headphone jack. That's a major major ingress point. So, um, but somebody asked me about that they said well isn't there still a little place where you plug in to charge it the, the, the little what is it called the lightning port it's probably but hopefully it's sealed around there pretty much so but you never know yeah it, it's still exposed and there, there's still places on the phone that are exposed so the longer it's in water the 
Uh, so it's better to get it out quickly, even if you have the seven, eight, or whatever. Yeah. And, and likewise, I know that some people now got the watches. I think the third generation is better than the second, definitely better than the first. But the the second generation has the water protection system as well, and you can supposedly wear it while you're swimming and in the beach. But uh, I don't trust them. I it, I was told it, it's perfect. You can yeah you can do that, but uh, I still don't want them concern myself about those seals that may be reacting to chlorine in the pool or salt in the in the the Gulf of Mexico, right? Right, yeah, it's just like insurance. You you you, you have it there but you don't want to rely on it. <laughs> <laughs> so the right the rice is thing, the, the but the item that you're telling us is to quickly get it out of that water and try to take off the back if you can and get the battery out and expose it, correct? Right, yeah. And and, and I understand, you know, most people don't have the tools to open up an iPhone and disconnect the battery, but uh, there are tools you can you can purchase them you know online and uh, you know maybe somebody that's uh, you know good with their hands they could uh, have a kit like that in place just for, as an emergency just in case you know their phone does get dropped in water and you can pop the screen off and disconnect the battery. Okay, let's let's talk. A lot of people were asking me to ask you about this battery usage. Everybody seems like their battery power on their phones uh, is is now decreasing the use and they're all concerned about you know being able to charge it somewhere so how can one extend the battery life on their phone uh, there, there are several ways to extend the battery, and like on a day-to-day basis, uh, you can make sure that your Bluetooth and your GPS, you can turn those radios off on your phone. Those are power-hungry um, radios, and they're running all the time on your phone, so you can uh, turn those off. You can also decrease the brightness of the screen. Good point. That, that uh, you know, you don't have to have it all the way bright when you're inside. You can bring it down to a comfortable level, comfortable enough for you to see it, but uh, still not the full brightness of the screen, and that saves you uh, quite a bit of power. And what about having all these applications up and running in the background? Uh, yeah, when you open an application, say, on, a, on an iPhone, uh, and you switch to a, a different application, that app is still running in the background. And uh, the easiest way to close those applications that are running in the background is to double-click on your home button. And that brings up a, a, a kind of a, a, a cascaded view of all of your applications that are running. And then you just swipe them uh, swipe them away, and that closes those applications that you're not using. And you can leave the ones that you are using open, and that will save save you on the uh, CPU, memory, and power of the phone. So, so again, if, if an application is not on, it, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to lose any information. That some people think they have to have it there so they can have it instantaneously. It's, you know, it's, the application is going to come up pretty quickly, if, especially if you have a newer version that has the faster processor. Correct? Right, right. Yeah, every, everything is still there. It's just uh, running in the background. It's consuming memory and, and processor. So what? So we're hearing individuals that might have older iPhones, and again, we're not talking everybody. Sorry about that. About Android, we might want to tell. Does Android same way by saving battery life? Oh yes, yeah. This is the same same principle. The same principles as well. Um, But there was there was sadness. Some people had a 
was it five or four, that the battery uh, life was even more slower because of the operating system. But recently, Apple's updated that, I was told? Uh, I believe so. I mean, you know, when they came out and said that the uh, the batteries in the 6, they were were, were causing the phones to uh, degrade. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's the same with any technology. As the OS uh, advances, they're advancing it for their newest architecture. And so the older architecture is going to struggle to run that newest operating system and the applications, so it's 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 kind of a it's it's moving all the time. The operating system is. Well, let's let's get, let's talk about operating systems, especially in smartphones uh, on both app, on the Apple and the Android side. It, it's important, and I, I deal with seniors that that I ask them, you know. For some reason, I showed one person mine, and we were talking about operating system. And I, I said, "Golly, you know, Apple just came out one yesterday." And then she says, "She says, what does that mean?" Uh, I said, "Don't you like periodically your son, granddaughter, tells you to change the operating system?" No. How long have you had this phone? Three years. She's never updated her operating system, and some apps, as I was telling her, won't work. Right. Uh, and some features that you that I have on mine, you won't have on yours unless you tell it to load this new operating system. Yeah. Uh, more importantly, the the security updates. That's that's the. Uh that's the big thing right there is to upgrade the operating system because you're vulnerable to all the vulnerabilities that uh, that are out there. And uh, if you're not updating it, then, you know, your phone could be wide open, ready ready to be... Ready to be hacked by someone. Yeah, it's the, it's the lowest, lowest lying fruit on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> but how do those people know out there that my little phone doesn't have the latest operating system? They keep trying and trying and whoop, they get in, they, oh, get, yeah. they, get, they get into it. They're looking for it. But, uh, but I was telling a lot of people are always concerned about uh, updating their phones on either, I mean... I'm telling you, Mark, there must be people at all these application companies every day sit there and, hey, I'm going to do a new update. I mean, sometimes I get on my phone like two days and there's like 67 updates in mm. all my applications. So I was telling this lady, in addition, you need to look and see if your little application says that any of your apps have been updated. Isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah. you can always go into uh, the app store and it'll tell you what uh, updates are available for your phone, depending on which applications you have installed. And it, it, it is user-friendly, but there are certain things out there. I was going to tell my listeners that it's not automatic. Well, mm. I, don't, I don't think there is a feature that will automatically say, you know, update the new iOS operating system for Apple. I don't think there's there's a feature that does that. Yeah, I mean it's... Uh you still have to go into the settings and you have to check and it'll tell you if there's an update and then you have to uh, tell it to install that update. Yeah, it, it will not do it. You know, people think, oh, it's just going to do it automatically. Nothing. And not, most of those things aren't, aren't done, uh, done automatically. Right. Yeah. We'll be right back with more information. But now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by A-Bear, Southern Country Street. Your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. 
Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, apparently presented by A Bear, standing country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is Mark Rinaldo, who is with Preferred Data Solutions, and he's discussing technology tips for your computer, smartphone, and tablet. Thank you, Mark, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you for having me. So we've we've had a, interesting discussions about some tips, and let's talk about the batteries commonly used in in, in cell phones, which are the lithium the lithium ion batteries. Yes, uh, all of them use that. There's no other phone that uses it different. Are you aware of? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I mean, I'm sure there's different hybrids of the of lithium ion, but uh, that's that's the most common battery used in uh, electronics today. So they have a short discharge cycle or a long dir- long discharge? So what's, uh, what's the deal here? Uh, they are designed for short discharge cycles. That means? Uh, unlike the older style batteries that, uh, that like to be discharged completely before being charged again, lithium ion like to be discharged for a few uh, you know, for a few hours and then recharged again back to full 100%. And, then, and, and, and they, like, they like those type of cycles, yeah. And you can actually damage a lithium ion battery by completely discharging it all the way. Oh, good, so. good. Every hope everybody heard that again. Again, you can you can damage it, right? And the battery life will get worse, so therefore you it won't be able to start. So when people say I'm going to drain my phone's battery to where it gives me red line and let it just crash, that's not good. For that's me. not good for it. No, that that's you're shortening the life of the battery. Okay. Uh, okay. The other question I have uh, is, what about leaving it plugged in, let's say in the evening, and plugged into the charger? Is it needed? Uh, you know, it'll it'll maintain that battery to full full charge, and once it once it meets that charge, then uh, it'll just kind of stop charging it. So, so it's, it's, it's there, not there, there are backup systems that people, oh, yeah. people always wonder that it's you know going to overpower it and you know, crash and burn it. Yeah. Or it's going to blow up the little charger or whatever that's you know in there at night at, at night. So that's not, that's a good that's a good point. Yeah. Gary does that. He leaves his head so in the morning it's hundred percent on all app, all applications for the tablet, the phone, the watch. Everybody's all charged and ready to go. Yeah. And uh, but I'm on give one suggestion. I've, I've had people say to me, well, I, I do so much and by the time it's 12 o'clock, I only have like 30%. I can't find a plug anywhere. Well, there are in, they, pretty inexpensive battery packs that also uh, address as, um, what do you call it? Uh, as an external battery. External battery and that, are, that, that, that help you have a protective case. I have one on mine and a lot of people say, well, your, your, Apple, looks, your Apple phone looks different than mine. Well, I pull it Part and I show them it's just like yours, but mine has a little protective case around it. It saved me many a time, but it gives me probably another eight hours if I want to use him. And I, I have, uh, especially when you're not available a place where you can plug it in anywhere. Right. Yeah, they, they've actually got battery packs you can wear that you can plug into your phone. And of course, there's uh, 
you know, emergency batteries, which oh, which yeah. would be good for like someone in their glove box. I mean, they make they make these battery boosters that you can use to jump your car off with, but you can also plug your phone into it and run it off of. And everybody should get one. They're, they're getting so inexpensive. I remember they first came out, they were like you know fifty dollars. Now they're like five dollars or so to get a little small external battery pack. They're getting, right. I I even go to senior some health fairs and people give them away as, as giveaways as a giveaway item. Yeah. But I but I think all of my listeners should understand that it doesn't like to be discharged all the way. So it's very important that when it gets down to a certain level, and what what's the level do you recommend? Um. You know, well, the, the phone has a protective system built into it, so it's it's not going to let you discharge that battery all the way mm-hmm. to zero. There's actually uh, some phones actually uh, preserve five percent of oh. a battery for emergency usage. So if you're using your phone and it shuts itself down, you uh, you still have a reserve there for emergency phone calls. Okay, one other aspect is as I was noticing in somebody's phone, and they didn't know this, and is regarding saving, conserving storage space on your iPhone. I mean, some people might have 148 gigs. It's a lot of space, but some people might have the minimum, which I don't know what the minimum in the phones now, but eventually when you put videos and all this other stuff on there and lots of lots of uh, music, and it can fill up pretty quickly. Isn't that right? Right, right. Uh, and not only the uh, pictures and and uh uh, movies, but you also have uh, your text messages. There's um, can quickly add up if you have someone that likes to text you pictures. And the iPhone, by default, when you get the iPhone, it's set up to uh, basically keep every text message that you receive on that phone. Wow! So it's never deleting any of those text messages. And, and if you're someone sending you movies or pictures, your your all that is still on your phone. And it's growing. Okay, so there is a setting there. You can go into the settings to tell it how you want to shut it down in a week, a month, whatever. Does it give you various options? Uh, you can go into settings and you can tell it you want to save uh, back to a year. You can save 30 days. And uh, that, that those are your options as far as the settings go. And that would save you a lot of space, especially if you have some big attachments and files that are then as part as as well. Yeah, it, it, it uh, you know compared to uh, you know forever, that would save you a lot of space. Okay, another another person wanted to wanted to know about backing up. Should they back up their phone, their tablet? And even their computer daily. What do, what do you suggest as an expert? Uh, it depends on how often you use it. I mean, if you're uh, if it's your computer and you're you're running your you know your business off of it, then you know daily is is uh, going to cover you know your daily activities. And uh, in case of uh, hard drive failure or disaster, you've got a backup. Uh, to fall back to you and it gets you back up back up speed uh, your phones I, I would recommend uh, backing those up whenever you're getting ready to do an update I would back those up an update of what of the operating system okay so it's important to do that so in case anything happens you right. have, the, have the entire system you always have a way out and and the other point about that let's talk let's talk about where to do the backup I mean I'm telling you some of my senior citizen friends out there and I'm in there I'm in that level before is 
they don't understand that they have two choices. This luckily with their their Apple phone, yeah, I'm sure Android does too. The, they can do it in the cloud, which they don't. Some people don't expand, understand that they can actually back up their entire system in the cloud or on their computer. That's correct. And you can do both. You can do it both, and it can be real time. And real, real time. Real time. Yeah. So as soon as you take that picture, it's it's uploaded to to Apple's servers, which they call the cloud, <laughs> and, uh, and it's retrievable whenever you want. And hopefully, you've got protections enough on the, your login and et cetera that nobody else can access it. Right. 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 And and not only that, you know, all your other Apple devices are connected to that same cloud. So if you take a picture on your phone and you go in, go inside and you pull up your iPad in your favorite chair and you pull it up, your picture's right there on the iPad that you took earlier in the day on your phone. And I, when that first happened, Mark, I said, how did it know that I took the picture and transported it to my iPad? It was like, it's like a, like a miracle here. <laughs> Somebody up there in Apple Land knew exactly I wanted it to my iPad quickly. <laughs> but no, my son set that up, so I didn't figure out how to do that. <laughs> that was like way beyond my level, but I, it, that was pretty fast. A lot of people don't even know that factor. But the important thing is backing up. Now, if you haven't done so, you strongly suggest that they haven't. Have they had their phone for over a year and haven't backed up a thing? It's not too good. No, I would. Uh, I'd recommend they. Uh, because certain as the things shows over, go in and plug their phone into their computer and back it up now. <laughs> and you'll get choices. They'll let you choices, especially if you have the the iTunes. Uh, and that's a good point too. Sometimes iTunes will come up and say, "Oh, you don't have the latest iTunes, right? Right on your computer or on your phone." that you've got to get the latest version because it needs it uh, in order to do the backup and also to communicate between your phones or tablets and everything. So that's important to do as well. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a compatibility there between iTunes and the operating system. So if, if the versions are uh, too far apart, then you will be required to upgrade. Your and, it, and it does ask you lots, sometimes lots of questions. Like, I love it. You know, it wants to make sure. And the recent new um, uh, change, I can't remember the number on Apple. Wow, that took a little while to load. That They said, be prepared. This will take longer than new, normal because it's a major update. It was yeah. a ma- major update of, with privacy and a bunch of other uh, aspects and, of, of course, new smiley faces and thousands more. I don't know why they have so many of them, but they have, they have lots of them as well. Um, the other uh, interesting idea about the phone, which... I'm I'm tending to use it more and more, but at first I, I think more seniors like me don't like to use it. Is uh, Miss Siri on there? Did you do you find that the older the person is, they don't like to use that that uh, interesting? Um, I don't know what we call her. Uh, she's all knowing, supreme being almost. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you can ask Siri to do things. You can tell her to be a timer. You can tell her to do this. Right? You can, there's a lot of function. This this. Um, whatever we want to call her. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, uh, you know, if you're, if you're into that, uh, I, a lot of people, uh, I don't really think they uh, want to mess with Siri. They, they, they like the uh, the direct input, I guess, using the keypad and, and telling exactly what they want it to do. And the Siri can make text for you while you're driving. I mean, it's it's remarkable how it can it can really help you if you want to utilize that particular application, which is. Uh, uh, 
what do they call it on the Android? I hate to say this. I don't know much about Android. Does Android have a similar assistant like Alexa? I'm thinking Alexa is, is that Amazon? Yeah, that's Amazon. Uh, Android, it just depends on the device, the device manufacturer. I know Samsung has their own app that uh, allows you to do voice. And, okay. uh, it just depends on who, who manufactures the phone. Okay. The other... Um uh, aspect. Let's, let's. Any other thing you can think about and more about um, our iPhones and our tablets. Tablets also have um, an, an operating system which could be quite different or somewhat different than a phone. So somebody was telling me, well, I've, up, I've updated my phone, so the iPad should already be automatically be updated. That's not the case, right? No, no, you, you don't necessarily have to update one and, and, and then you're restricted to have to update the other. I mean, it's... Uh, you know, they're two independent devices, and the only thing that they're really tied to if you're using the iCloud and uh, your apps that you have installed on the, on those devices. So that's really the only requirements between uh, your phone and the, and the tablet, they're just the apps that you're running, which are could be different on one and, and the other. But uh, it just depends on what you purchased as well, if you purchased apps. And the other aspect about about uh, applications now is to make sure that you update them on all your devices because the application for the phone of a certain application may be a little bit different than on the iPad. So you, it's going to give you a request to update that on your iPad uh, and on your iPhone. So uh, you, yeah. you have to do both of those because it's not going to automatically say, oh, he also has an iPad, and I'll update that uh, Words with Friends version on his on his iPad as well. Right. Yeah. If there if there's an update for an application then you'll you'll know about it no matter what device you're on. I feel that even though there's a lot of uh, controversy about uh, using Facebook on both computers, iPads, iPhones, I've been seeing more and more seniors increasingly exponentially utilizing that particular application. Have, have you seen that as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if it's not on a device and it's on their computer, they're, right. they're using, that's probably their... their uh, way to see other friends, grandkids, family members throughout the world, even down the street, even in the same room, uh, whatever. So it's a oh, yeah. way, way to share information. Yeah, and, a, and, some of, and some of Old people even starting to get new new stuff like you millennials over there, the Snapchat and all these other. I don't. I, I've got thousands of apps on my phone, probably too many. Um, when my son tells me about something, instead of trying it, I get it and forget to delete it. So uh, that's the other thing we need to tell people: you you can delete things if you don't like it. It does save space, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, in the grand scheme of things, it, it's taking up space that you could. You know, store a couple of pictures in. So it's uh, if you're not using it, then you can just delete it, and then you can just as easily reinstall it. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. 
Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A Bears Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is Mark Rinaldo, who is with Preferred Data Solutions, and he's discussing technology tips for your computer, smartphone, and tablet. And now we're going to go into the computer, right, Mark? That's right. That's a more complicated guy. Well, it's uh, it's just a uh, bigger scale. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm thinking. I'm just thinking to myself about um, uh, the the usage of computers. It's it's. It, I've been seeing it. Uh, I think few and fewer people are getting like desktops anymore. It's like if they get one, they're going to get a small laptop, possibly. Uh, I'm talking people my age, even younger people. Um, a lot of them are because those little laptops are as powerful as some of these big desktops now. And they're, they're, they're so fancy and they want to take it all around. They want to lug it here and lug it there when they're doing gaming and all that sort of stuff. And uh, do, Have you seen that case? Uh, Except the office scenario maybe yeah i mean uh you know with uh with the ipad that really kind of uh before the ipads i mean the big thing was the netbooks everybody had the little netbooks that they could carry around with them and uh i think the ipad kind of uh the tablet market just kind of killed the netbooks and it was kind of a the next step in the evolution of uh the, the real personal computing uh that people could have with them no matter where they are. Okay, so here's an interesting tip that I'm, 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 I wanted to ask you about. Is I've heard rumors, people that finally have downloaded Windows 10, which I, I reluctantly and reluctantly downloaded that particular up software. I had seven for so long, I loved it. But, of course, you and my son says, Dad, you have to get 10 on everything now. Okay. So I finally did that. That was a monster just to learn. It's still not that... I'm still not familiar with that, but it's getting better after so many years of 10. But I didn't know... Uh, I tend to shut down my computer all the time. But you're saying in Windows 10 it's not good to shut it down? Well, in Windows 10, the, when you shut down Windows 10, you're not really shutting it down. You're what, not? What Microsoft has done is when you tell it to shut down, it's actually hibernating. Oh. So normally when you had a laptop with Windows on it mm-hmm. and you shut the lid, the yeah. the operating system would go into what they call a hibernation mode. Correct. So it's like going to sleep. It stores everything, everything that's running. It stores all that on the hard drive, and it goes to sleep. And when you open that lid up, again it comes back awake it grabs all that information off the hard drive and it puts it back into memory and it starts running where it left off well with 10 in an effort to speed up their startup when you tell it to shut down it actually goes into hibernation so it's not completely starting up when you boot that machine back up it's just waking up again so even with my light being off on the power, it's still in hibernation mode. It's in hibernation mode. I never knew that. So it's yeah. sitting there just lulling, just trying to, it's ready and ready to go. It's ready to go. But if not, it would take a lot longer time to, to load up all of its thousands and thousands of source code, right? That, yeah. That's the reason? I mean, that's one of the reasons? They're, they're probably buying you, you know, probably two or three seconds on a brand new machine. So that's all? That's it. Yeah, it's just, uh, just a way to, to get their operating system to boot up that much faster. Okay, but uh, it, it doesn't fault it or anything about 
power surges or lightning strikes that is still humming back there in the background? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, and all all uh, hardware is actually off. It's just uh, stored in a in a sleep mode, so the operating system isn't completely booting up like like it previously did in the previous version. So this hibernation capability, it takes up extra storage space? It does. A yeah. lot? It, it, uh, yeah, I mean, it could take uh, at least 10 gigs of space on your hard drive. I mean, it has to store everything that's in memory. So if you've got a lot of memory in your machine, then it's got to store uh, you know, everything that's in that memory and it stores it on the hard drive and uh, it's got to copy that back and forth whenever uh, it shuts down and starts back up from hibernation. So... Okay, so uh, let's say a person has a, uh, thinking about they need more hard drive space on their computer. Are you suggesting this day and and age to consider doing the solid-state drives? yeah, most most new machines are coming with solid state in them. And why is that? Because they're fast. It, it's it's uh, it removes the storage bottleneck, the speed of accessing uh, on a, on a normal conventional hard drive. It's it's a uh, chip based storage, just like in your phone. And it's uh, it can be faster sometimes than what's on your phone. So and, and explain to our listeners, solid state means it doesn't spin around. It doesn't have a Right, there's mechanism. Uh, there's no moving parts in this particular storage. There's no platters. There's no heads. It's not written uh, magnetically. It's it's actually stored in a chip, just like on your phone. And it's a big chip. It's it's lots of lots of chips <laughs> that, that equal a lot of storage. And so that's that, that's why it costs a little bit more. But there's no. And there's less likely it to crash when uh, maybe a, com- a computer is jostled or, or hit or turned, right? Right, it's got yeah. Some safety, safety factors as well, but also the speed. The speed's much quicker. Yeah, it's it's uh, on average ten times faster than a normal hard drive. Ten times faster. Ten times. Well, you've sold me. I may, I may go get one now. <laughs> I haven't got. I've, I've belabored that one for a long time, but I uh, I don't have one of those. I at least in my my computer now these days. Okay. One of the articles you wrote, uh, I think it was the first article about, and people thought it was very good information, but, you know, uh, some of us uh, seniors, when we get emails and people send us links, we just click on those babies. And you said in this article, don't do that. Right. And why is that? Well, I mean, the, the link that you're seeing it has an address, and uh, you could go by the link, but it's not really where you're really going. Hey, wow. You can move your mouse over that link, and it'll show you the address where you're going. And from there, that's that's a piece of information that you can, uh, you know, judge where if you should click on it or not. It's it's. Uh, so generally, people that do that kind of stuff is they're suspicious because what they put on the type is different than actually where it's going to go to. Right, they're just trying to trick you. They're oh. tricking you into clicking on that link and taking you somewhere that you don't want to go. <laughs> and that's what you put in your article. We don't want to do that because that can and you can then download bad stuff to your computer, or malware, or virus, whatever. And let's let's explain that malware, malware, and viruses are totally different, correct? Right. Yeah. Mal- Malware is uh, is kind of a like a general uh, scope, but uh, viruses are specific piece of software that uh, that can damage damage your machine. And 
malware is uh, more of a uh, a type of software that uh, can cause your machine to start spamming, can cause your machine to redirect you to other websites that most likely will lead you to a virus infecting your machine. It also puts like counters and it knows what you're doing if it, it loads this malware. Is that what it also does? It, sure. It tracks yeah. you. Yeah. It tells you, it, it tells somebody, I don't know who, who it tells, but it tells somebody and they could be in Pakistan, they could be somewhere in India, exactly what you've been, what you're, what you're browsing. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, some malware that allows them to access your machine. To access your machine? To access your machine. So how do I, how do I know if Gary Kaligas' computer is being accessed? You don't. <laughs> don't tell me that, Mark. I want to be able to know if, if I see something happening. I didn't go to that website. <laughs> if you want to know if, uh, if your machine is uh, being accessed, it would uh, require a lot of uh, uh, expensive hardware to scan your network coming into your house or outgoing from your machine. Wow. Yeah. But, but we can get rid of it, though. We can buy malware programs and differently... Uh, uh, I'm, I'll tell my listeners I use Norton. I use all the Norton products. Do you? Is that pretty good or not? Uh, better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Yeah, yeah, definitely better than nothing. But they, but they have both malware protection and virus protection, and you know, and I'm sure what other companies do provide provide perfection. Uh, there's uh, TrendNet. There's McAfee. There's uh, Web WebRoot. I think is another one. Um, there, there's quite a few out there on the market, but um, yeah, even Microsoft has their Microsoft Defender built into the right. operating system now, which is still better than nothing. So when they when they first came out with Microsoft Defender, they they stressed that uh, that was not a replacement for antivirus. That oh. They still recommended people to to purchase uh, antivirus subscription. So, um, well, the other thing I thought interesting about uh, those programs is just like you're updating your app and you're operating, you have to. It, it does live updates, and it. I can't believe how many thousands of new viruses and things that are come up and say, you know, I'm updating it because there are that many people throughout the world have about have designed some new viruses to affect computers. Oh yeah, yeah. These these viruses are most of the time these viruses are uh, created by a toolkit, and this toolkit can be manipulated to create all kinds of different versions of these uh, pieces of malware. There is a toolkit. There is a toolkit for everything. (laughs) That is sad. That is really sad. Okay, uh, a couple other. Oh, cleaning inside a computer. Yeah, I went to one person. I'm not going to tell the person's name. I went to the person. He's never, ever cleaned his computer out in probably 20, not 20 years, 10 years. It was full. I could see the cake of dust all around the fans on the back side and the fans on the front side. He said, oh, oh, do I have to? I'm scared I might hurt it. And I said, I think you're hurting it now. It's like getting enough air. There. It's a little, uh, it's, it, it generates a lot of heat. So you need to have a lot of air blowing through there. Right? That, that's right. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess if you want a, an analogy, it's kind of like uh, the air conditioning unit outside your house. You have to keep those fins clean for the air to move across. And you, them. Can, you can blow it. Uh, I think you, rec- you recommended me not to use the vacuum cleaner because it could suck some components out or, lo- lo- or, or jostling them, right? Uh, yeah, well, m- uh, mainly the. Uh, the uh, 
increased chance of uh, static electricity from the vacuum cleaner, the air moving across the tip of the nozzle. So uh, generally recommend just uh, blowing, blowing all the dust out of it. So this is something you want to do outside. Take the machine outside and blow it out with the compressed air cans or your air compressor. Let it sit for a few minutes, and uh, then you can take it back inside. And, and it does improve the efficiency of the of the guy. Yes. The guy. Yep. I mean, I've, I've done it many years ago. I, I was not aware it accumulated so much dust, and then inside of it was a pile of dust. And yeah. you blow all that out, and it improves it. it. You know, it just depends on, you know, the environment it's in. So... And last but not least, you highly recommend people to get a backup battery for protection of their computer and avoiding uh, any kind of uh, brownouts, high voltage spikes, because that could really damage yeah, your yeah. investment's going to go down the street and spinning mm-hmm. up a power, uh, a surge protector for just a few do- a few dollars. Right, yeah, it's, it's, it's cheap insurance. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, I've had it save uh, many uh, computers from uh, electricity that uh, that uh, may have lost uh, one of the legs, and, and personally, I've had uh, one of the one of the legs of my uh, electricity coming in was disconnected, so I had half of my circuits go to 60 volts, and the other half Ooh. went to 240 volts. Oh wow! So everything that was connected to those battery backups, it killed the battery backup, but everything on the That's that was uh, plugged into it was saved. That remarkable. Well, thank you, Mark, for joining us today. It was quite interesting. I learned a lot. I know my listeners out there learned a lot. Uh, they can contact. Contact you how if they want to get more information. They can, can reach me at three one eight five five zero three three eight one, or you can email me at mark at preferreddatasolutions.com. Thank you again, Mark, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you for having me.